Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. And you can find out more about me and coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. And if you have a question you would like answered on another podcast, you can contact me by email, david at lifecoachdavid.com. And just put in the subject line, question for podcast. And speaking of questions, I received a question from David, and he wants to know, from a law of attraction point of view, what's the best way to start the day? I love that question, David. And it's a good question because when we first wake up, that's naturally when we're at our lowest resistance. And it's a great time to wake up and make an intention for the day. Just set a general intention, like my intention for today is that it's going to be a wonderful day. And even if you don't know what that, what that means or how it's going to be a wonderful day, that doesn't matter. You just want to set your intention. Or you could say something like, my intention for today is to feel fantastic and attract lots of wins. So just think about what a great intention for your day would be. And in the morning when you wake up, smile, be thankful for a new day, and just say, my intention for today is, and state your intention, and then start your day. And it's a great way to start your day at a raised vibration. And thank you for that question. And I'm going to continue reading from Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. If you've been listening to the last few podcasts, it's a very, very interesting book. And I really like how the author, Lynn Grabhorn, explains Law of Attraction. To me, she does it in a very clear way. Sometimes it's in a fun way. But she really gets her point across. And I enjoyed it many years ago when I read it the first time. And I'm enjoying it again, reading it for the podcast, because the information is still valid and current, and it will always be, because Law of Attraction is what it is, and it's always going to be that way. So today I'm going to start with a section called Victim No More. As we embark on this adventure of living the Law of Attraction, we come very soon to the rather disturbing conclusion that there truly is no such thing as a victim, and that continuing to play the game of being a victim to anything or anybody guarantees only continued discontent from the relentless emission of low vibrations. Oh sure, the rest of the world is still doing it, blaming them for what happened rather than their feelings, blaming circumstances for their bad luck rather than their feelings, blaming the drunk on the freeway or the rotten boss or the economy or God for messing them up rather than their feelings. We may have been taught and therefore have believed that we live at the mercy of others or fate or luck or chance. Certainly that is what most people on this planet live by. But once you start to see the law of attraction in operation, you ultimately come to understand that there is no such thing as a victim, never has been, never will be. There is no good luck, bad luck, good fortune, or coincidence. There is no destiny, fate, or providence. There is no big judge in the sky keeping score on how right or wrong you've been. 
There was no karma from past lives, no penance. That's all victim stuff. And there is not a victim among us, only co-creators in thought and feeling, powerful magnets attracting like bees to honey the matching frequency of our ever-flowing vibrations. You never again have to believe that circumstances outside of you control your life. You never again have to believe that it's wrong to want. You never again have to believe that some great power outside yourself is pulling the strings, or that anyone or anything other than you is in control. You never again have to be afraid of them or it, no matter who or what they may be, unless you so choose. So, how did we get in this mess? You got it. More than six billion people, plus however many more there have been over countless centuries, being born into vulnerable, lackful, fearful vibrations, all focusing on what they don't want and getting more of it. It was never intended to be that way, but in our anxious state of needing to find a reason why things never seemed to go the way we wanted them to, we figured it had to be the fault of some factor separate from us. The government, the economy, our boss, our marriage, our background, our education, our rotten luck, even God. Or maybe it was because we weren't worthy, didn't measure up, were too filled with sins, hadn't been fully put to the test, or had not in some way or other paid our rightful dues. The reality, the real reality, is that we are already worthy. There is no test to pass and sin is nothing but a man-made abomination to foster control by others. The real reality is we have come here to thrive and prosper and live this grand human experience in light-hearted joy, not in struggle and pain. We have come here to have fun while we learn, to grow without suffering, and to harvest our desires in the absolute knowledge that we can have it all once we learn how to handle our energies, meaning our emotions. We came here with a guaranteed freedom of choice mandated by the very nature of our existence. The time has come for us to exercise that birthright. We are caught in no one's web. We are bound by no circumstance. We are victims to no conditions. Rather, we are beings who possess the sacred ability to implement any outlandish desire our limitless minds can concoct. For we possess unregulated, unrestricted, uncontested freedom of choice, no matter what those choices may be. It's wake-up time. It's time we remembered how to make those choices happen. It's time to take our heads out of the sand and accept that it's no accident we get what we get in life. It's time for us to stop creating from the improper default setting and remember the secrets of the ancient wisdom we once knew so well before recorded history, wisdom that allowed us to create our passions with simple intent. It is time. You deserve it all. You deserve to have all of your aspirations realized, no matter what they may be. You have only to want it and feel it and a whole new life of extraordinary happiness will be yours. Not can be, will be. That is a cosmic guarantee.
And that's the end of that little segment. And wow, that's amazing. I mean, whether you agree with some of what she said or not, I agree with the bottom line that we're all putting out vibration. We're all attracting what we're attracting and we're all responsible for what we're attracting. Nobody else. We're responsible for where we keep our vibration and what we're attracting. Wow. And now I'm going to go on to chapter two. And this chapter is called Our Magic Genie. The process of creation is the same everywhere, whether it's a star system or designer genes. Given thought to something you've infused with the appropriate feeling, which creates the appropriate vibration, and here it comes, all the positive thoughts in the world won't make any difference, nor being a good person with a generous heart, nor praying, visualizing, and meditating till dawn, nor even knocking our heads against countless stone walls in our fervent attempts to capture lifelong dreams. None of that will create a thing until we launch the magnetic vibration to pull those dreams in through our infallible magic genie called feelings, that electromagnetic authority of which dreams are made. The next section is called Just Two Kinds. You can take every book ever written on the subject of feelings and emotions, every class ever taught on the dark Freudian mysteries of the mind, every counseling group that has ever attempted to get us in touch with that obscure inner child and anyone else trying to show us how to emancipate those frightening things we call feelings and boil all the fancy techniques down to one simple remedy for creating an abundant and fulfilling life. Learn to identify a good feeling from a bad feeling. That's it. Learn to do that and you've got the course made. You can create anything your heart desires. This is the secret that transforms us into deliberate creators instead of creators by accident. This is the power that changes wishful thinking into actuality. The simple art of being able to identify a good feeling from a bad one. That's all there is to it. End of lesson. Don't worry. These kinds of feelings have nothing to do with digging up garbage from your past or confronting whatever boogeyman might be currently residing in your emotional closet. They're just the garden variety type of feelings we have all day long. But once you learn to keep track of which ones feel good and which ones feel less than good, you're home free. This is the nitty gritty. This is what good luck is all about. This is what closes the big sale, gets the beachfront house, fosters good health, brings spiritual fulfillment, and puts comfortable sums in the bank. Just learn to tell a wonderful feeling from an everyday downer one and watch the magic happen. Wow. Well, I can tell you after reading that, I would like a beachfront house <laughs> and I would like tons of money in the bank. So absolutely. The next section is called Swallowing Glass. Hmm, that's interesting. Swallowing Glass. Feelings. Those things we're all so terrified of, if they happen to be negative, are nothing more than electromagnetic charges of energy that go zipping through our body set off by our thoughts. The only reason we go to such lengths to avoid them is that some of those negative emotions don't feel so hot. We don't like the sensation they give us. 
So we stuff them way down deep where we think we don't have to deal with them anymore and where, frankly, they're raising holy hell with our magnetics. For now, let's just look at the ones we're aware of that don't get buried, starting with our everyday feel-bad habit. That could mean anything from flatlining, which is our normal daily state of neither up nor down, just existing, to a little bit down to rip-roaring rage. We feel bad when we think any kind of thought that doesn't have to do with joy, like guilt, loneliness, anger, resentment, worry, doubt, frustration, stress, even mild concern. Those are all fear-based thoughts that vibrate within us at an extremely low frequency, which is why they don't feel good. They are totally contrary to our high-frequency natural state. On the other hand, we feel good when we think thoughts that have to do with joy, such as appreciation, delight, pleasure, exhilaration, enthusiasm, reverence, awe, gratitude, love, all those warm fuzzies we relish when they happen. The reason those thoughts feel so good to us is because they vibrate at a high frequency, which most definitely is our natural state. No one can swallow cut-up glass and expect to feel good. Yet that's what we do all day with our somber thoughts and feelings. We literally bathe ourselves in unconscious negative energy from our own thoughts as well as everyone else's, which is totally contrary to our natural state of joy, which is why we rarely ever feel pumped up. We can't, not as long as we're swimming all day in low frequency energy that we think is perfectly normal, so it becomes a vicious cycle. Both our conscious and unconscious day-to-day -day feelings that we think are normal are sending unnatural negative vibrations throughout our body, which make us feel down or blah or as though we are simply existing or like we have no feelings at all. Since all those feelings are various degrees of low-frequency energy flow and since all we're putting out are low-frequency vibes, then low-frequency, second-rate events is all we're attracting back, which makes us feel down, which puts out more low-frequency vibrations, which pulls in more low-frequency circumstances, which makes us feel down. And around and around and around we go. Wow, yes, that's the end of that section. And it's just a reminder. What we're focusing on is causing us to feel a certain way and that's what we're attracting back. And the next section is called Pat's Smiles. Like the person Pat, P-A-T, Pat Smiles. A couple of years ago, in one of my weekend seminars on the Law of Attraction, there was an attractive 35-ish gal, I'll call her Pat, who just couldn't seem to stop being nice. Goody two-shoes nice. She complimented me on my clothes, I wear sweatpants and jeans with holes at the seminars. She drooled verbal gratitudes all over the cook. She was forever praising the participants for their heartfelt candor as they would correlate cer certain unpleasant happenings of their past to their bummed-out feelings of their present. For someone so overtly sunny, this gal was getting on my low-vibration nerves. <laughs> After the first night session was through and we had our before-bed snack, Pat left the dining room, 
walked right into the big cigarette ash can placed outside the door and fell flat on her face into a puddle of mud. She got up all cheery. Something was definitely wrong here. The next day it was pat as usual. Compliments, praise, perpetual little smiles, and more accidents. She bumped into a chair in the dining room, spilling her fresh cup of coffee into someone's plate. She swallowed a can <laughs> my goodness. She swallowed a candy the wrong way during someone's truly poignant story and had to be given the punch in the stomach maneuver, after which she couldn't seem to stop nodding her appreciation toward the bear of a guy who had saved her life. Pat wasn't an accident waiting, waiting to happen. She was a perpetual accident in progress. Wow, sometimes these words are very tongue-twisting. Finally, with prodding from the participants, Pat's story began to unfold. She came from a deeply religious family in which being good was what you did. The dictator of this stern way of life was her dad, who was also the minister of their church and a third-generation minister at that. So this show-only-goodness-to-the-world-no-matter-how-you-feel was so deeply ingrained in her by her dad, Pat truly believed this to be the appropriate behavior. And it might have been had it not been for the strong inner feelings of animosity that went along with her smiles. I used to hate having to be so proper and flattering all the time, especially with my elders, she said quietly during one session. Complimenting adults terrify me, but I had to do it. All the time I had to do it. Pat's current life was this side of a mess. Though she had a college degree, she never moved beyond her entry-level wherever she worked. She'd already been through three marriages and had enough accident claims to have her auto insurance canceled. Her life had been more extreme than most, yet most of us could relate in one way or another. With her permission, we began to dissect her life as it related to her feelings. The results were stunning. It didn't take long for everyone to see how Pat's long-standing yet hidden feelings of confusion hostility, and unworthiness had created a constant outpouring of very low vibrations with every compliment or smile she emitted. And she got it. In no time at all, she could see the direct correlation between what she had been flowing out and the results she had been magnetizing back into her life. Yuck out, yuck back, someone said, and she could see it clearly. Pat has kept in touch and told me of a new excitement in her life that is bringing her more rich rewards than she ever dreamed to dream. She has stopped trying to please everyone except herself, and has even ventured into offering a few criticisms now and then. She tells me she smiles only when she means it, and compliments only when she feels sincere. Today, Pat is head of her own substance abuse recovery house. She's been with the same guy now for two years, and hasn't had so much as tapped another car. What we flow out is what we get back. Pat has had to work hard at changing her negative outflow, and while that negative outflow are not 100% gone, they never will be for any of us, her predominant feelings of appreciation and gratitude, as opposed to feelings of hopeless and luckless, have irrevocably transformed her life. The feelings we flow out become the tangibles we attract back. It's that simple.
wow, that story of Pat is really interesting. You know, how many of us are really feeling the way we put out to the world? And if, you know, you take a look at your life, if you think you're someone who looks one way to people, but on the inside, you're not that way, then think about being more true to yourself. Think about when you feel happy, you're happy. When you're not happy, you don't have to put on a facade. But at the same time, if you're not feeling happy, you want to take action to feel happier. You know, you want to always think of how can I raise myself vibrationally because now you know what you're putting out is what you're receiving back. So do you have to divert your thoughts to think about something more enjoyable in your mind to make you feel better? And that's what a lot of the techniques I teach my clients are about is how to deliberately refocus your thoughts in a way that makes you feel better than wherever you were. And sometimes you're feeling really low, sometimes you're just kind of in the middle, like she was talking about, you're, you know, you're just flatlining. You're not feeling sad, but you're not feeling happy. But we always want to be aware of, can I make myself deliberately feel a little bit happier, a little bit high vibration, and then maybe a little bit more high vibration, and then maybe the next day a little bit more high vibration. You know, it's always in our control. So thanks for listening to this podcast. I know I got a lot out of today's reading, and I hope you did too, and you can use it in your life to improve it in some way, in your life to help you attract more of what you want. And if you want to experience some wonderful law of attraction coaching, you can go to lifecoachdavid.com and contact me through there. And I always offer a free first uh, mini phone coaching session to someone who's considering coaching. And have a wonderful high vibration day. And I will be back tomorrow to continue reading from Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. Thanks for listening.